Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. questions we absolutely did not because here's what happened i was live streaming on twitch and then we were like and emma was like i have time to record right now and i was like bye <laughs> i was like bye twitch you know <laughs> so we asked questions last time and you and we just did like oh, the yeah. food ones though oh yeah we did you're so, so- Yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. No class this week. I just got the best notification. <laughs> um, you're so right. We totally do ha- did have questions. But we got to go through them fast cuz you're you're limited. What what you got to do yeah. after this? <laughs> Make gingerbread houses. Oh, okay. So it's not like a wedding <laughs> like the last time we were on a time crunch. Okay. I can work with gingerbread house deadlines. <laughs> Gingerbread um, houses are important. They are important. Um, thoughts on frogs? Go. Yeah. Okay. Same. Um, but I would also like to add, I really like when people say, <laughs> when they abbreviate MILF to instead mean, man, I love frogs. I think that's great. I think it's excellent. Um... What I feel like we might have done this before, but what muggle sport would each marauder play? James would do cross country and football. You're so right. I don't see football, but cross country for sure. I feel like he plays lacrosse. I think. Um. Hmm. Peter does chess. That's the closest. Yeah, he's like the chess club president. He he is ping pong like extraordinaire. Man can play some ping pong, you know. Um, I feel like Remus would play volleyball against his will. He would be forced to play a sport, and that was be what he does. Yeah, and then like Sirius is for sure a soccer dude. You know. I feel like he would be in show choir. <laughs> Come on, we all know that's not a sport. Get that out of here. <laughs> According to the county guidelines, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, it isn't. <laughs> not in our county. Um, no, I feel like I feel like you're absolutely right, but I also feel like he's like he's a soccer dude, you know? Like like there's some there sure. are, there are a couple people in show choir that also did a sport and he has that vibe you know so i feel like i feel like that's that's the vibe weirdest award you ever got i feel like i've talked about this on the podcast but when i got the award when we were at camp together and they gave out you know little camp awards and they gave me the one for the most common sense and i thought it was a joke (laughs) because i was like 
not me. Like, not this girl right here. I was, this was not an award I got, but I was the runner-up for it. Oh, no. (laughs) A Horse Master Award was, have I not told you about this? I talk about this a lot. No, (laughs) I've never heard this story before. Physics. We were doing our unit on work. And so we did, like, an activity where you measured, like, the amount of work you could do by, like, running up the bleachers as fast as you can. And if you got, like, the same amount of work as, like, one horsepower, then whoever had the most (laughs) horsepower got the Horsemaster Award, and I was the runner-up for it. And the award was, like, a certificate, and it had a picture of a horse on it, but instead of, like, a horse head, it was our physics teacher's face. Oh, my God. These are the classes in high school that I missed because I was in show choir. <laughs> I you missed out on a good class. solid horse master award. Oh my word. And you ne- I had never heard about this when it actually happened. That's so I, f- I talk about this like weekly. Like <laughs> it comes up a lot. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. I would say the other craziest thing, like weirdest award I've ever gotten, wasn't like a weird award. It was just I got the award for best soloist and I had a solo that was eight measures long. And I didn't think that was possible because usually the best soloist had like a whole song, basically. And then I so I was I've never been more surprised to get an award in my life than I was at that particular moment. <laughs> like, me and my mom looked at each other, we were like, girl, who decided that? Like, I don't, I'm very proud of it, but I'm like, I don't know what that is. Um, so, and I also did that while I was completely sick, like, yeah. in the worst of my stuff. So I'm pretty proud of that. Um, somebody said, right now? <laughs> right now? Right now? Right now? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm... Favorite article of clothing? Hmm. I'll tell you mine right now. It's sweaters. I You will not see me without a good sweater. I have... I think them. I wore like one of my sweaters like three times in the past week. Nice. <laughs> it's just a good sweater. It's Sweaters are great. I really um, like this flannel, though. It's a yeah, good solid one. I yeah. wear it a lot. Yeah, you do. It's a good flannel. Yeah, I my favorite thing is getting new people cycle in here. Um cuz somebody asked me how have we read all the young dudes and I yes. <laughs> yes, obviously. You clearly haven't been around a long time because that's what I used to make all my content about. I remember I remember you were like telling me to read it. And then I like finally got around to like reading it. And that was the same time that Heat Waves was being released. And you were, like, yes. so excited. Like, I got to, like, oh the gosh. best part or something, and then it crashed. Yeah, I remember Emma texting me, and she was like, hey, I'm about to read this chapter. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a good chapter. And then immediately, the all of AO3 <laughs> just crashed because of freaking Heat Waves. I've, I haven't heard anybody talk about Heat Waves anytime recently. It's just that was a that was a very popular thing, but it was very short lived, apparently. Um, and just any life updates? We have exams in like two oh. weeks. Ah! Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. So. Mm. Yeah, we're doing great. 
Uh, My uncle who listens to this podcast just got a puppy on Thanksgiving and she is so cute. Okay. <laughs> he's got two options for a name. I don't care if he's already named the puppy. I'm naming the puppy right now. It's either Snuffles 2 because he likes the podcast or Shakira because he likes the podcast. I think I think Padfoot was one of the choices. But oh, her yeah. name is her name is Storm because they all have superhero themed names. Yeah, that's that's pretty cute. That's pretty she cute. She is so cute. Yeah. Alright. That's a pretty good update. My update was that um I went to my grandparents' house and Snuffles was there and didn't lose her mind. Um, always fun. Yeah, and my grandpa called me a dog abuser because she doesn't eat human food. And he <laughs> She would just look at him and she was like, man, I can't believe you're abusing this dog. And I was like, she's literally fine. She is okay. She gets plenty of food, just not human food. And he's like, well, that's not right. (laughs) He's like, give her a slice of pumpkin pie. (laughs) He tried a lot of things. And I had to be like, please don't. She, it will ruin her stomach. She's not good at that. And I will have to deal with the consequences. But, um. But yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think we're good. All right, we can, we can, um, what can we do into this episode? Snuffle on in. We can snuffle on into this episode. Um, all right, so if you'll remember, we ended at Christmas break, um, with some interesting things happening with Remus and all that fun stuff. Um, but the rest of Christmas break, I think is pretty epic. Um, I'm not going to go into detail too much because it just would have taken far too long, but I think eventually they all get together and they go and chill and like have a fun afternoon in London. Um, and Lily and James are both pretending that they've like never been to London before (laughs) and are like, what? There's a performance venue here, man. Yeah. Would be crazy to go see something there. Wow. It'd be crazy (laughs) Um, if you had to sneak in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they would have so much fun with that. Um, but yeah, so I think they, they have a good solid time. Um, you're free to imagine that however you want. Um, but I also think Remus talked to his family about everything. And it wasn't, like, super fun, but I think his dad, like, comes around to it, decides that, you know what, he's going to leave the ministry within the next month or two. Um, and so, you know, they, they decided to go with this plan. Um, and but eventually all good things come to an end so they come back to school and you know they're vibing and I, it doesn't take very long for things to just get back to normal and soon they're you know going to their classes simply vibing and soon it's like the middle of January and Lily and James are like officially officially dating now like to the point where like everybody like everybody knows about it now um, and it's like a, an established thing I think all the prefects like don't care <laughs> Because they're nothing like the two from the previous year. <laughs> and they're like, okay, um, 
but they get lots of warnings about not turning into them um like you know especially i think especially from remus every meeting you know james will be like any any requests anything we can do to like help and (laughs) remus is like (laughs) he's like stop dating (laughs) no but um but i think i think okay this is very important i think james as soon as they start dating he calls lily lils and that's just how it is um, but I think he calls her that in a prefect meeting one time, and Remus immediately is like, "Boo, <laughs> gross, disgusting." And James is like, "I'm sorry, fine, okay, Evans." And he's like, "No, that's worse." <laughs> he's like, "That's so gross. That's what you called her when you guys used to flirt all the time." And he's like, "Okay, I'm sorry. What do you want me to call? <laughs> what do you want me to call her?" He's and like, "Don't." Like, yeah, he's like, "Do you have to refer to her at all?" Like. <laughs> seems like it's a little bit much if you guys are like talking about each other you know (laughs) um but yeah i think all the prefects it became like a big joke like all the prefects are getting in on it and they're like oh yeah he's like got a point you know you guys are being a bit too much (laughs) they're like not doing anything they're like sitting like on opposite sides (laughs) yeah Mm. on opposite sides of the room (laughs) like they're They're, like talking to each other in the job that they have to do together like (laughs) exactly Mm. um but yeah, I feel like prefect meetings for a while turned into an annoyance um, for Lily and James and a fun time for every other prefect <laughs> involved. Um, but I feel like all the prefects like were pretty good friends this year. Like sometimes it's just like oh they just like do it, but they've they've bonded a bit. Um, isn't, even people isn't like, like Bradley and Regulus. <laughs> Bradley left. Bradley said I'm out of here after like the first week, but Regulus isn't here, and I think he just kind of usually sits in the back and doesn't do much. Um, but like sometimes he does get into it, and it's always like insane to them when he does, because <laughs> like he's got friends in the other houses, but he's like not friends with them. But yeah, one time, um, I feel like <laughs> one point at one point, like people are like, "Oh yeah, you guys are making such a big deal, you know, you're doing all this stuff," and Regulus is like, "You know, it's so true. I walked in early today, and they like forced me to watch them kiss for like forty straight minutes, and everybody's like, oh, they like start freaking out because Regulus doesn't say anything, and they're just like, "What the heck is going on?" Um, and one of the others is like Regulus you came in late to today's meeting and he's like yeah I had to recover (laughs) oh my gosh so it's a good time Um, but anyway so all the prefects are bonding um, which is honestly good because I feel like the rest of the school is needing the prefects help more and more and like Lily and James are needing their help more and more I feel like tensions among the students are just high Especially after the holidays, I feel like there was another attack on, like, a muggle-born in Hufflepuff and, like, on her parents, and she never came back to school. Mm. Um, From the sounds of it, she got, like, the same kind of threat that Lily did, and Lily, like, feels a lot of emotions about that because she was, like, they said if I didn't come back, then, you know, nothing would happen, and now something happened, and, you know. But James is, like, they would have done it anyway. It doesn't matter. But, you know. But yeah, so Lily and James have to figure out how to get the prefects, at least one of which they know is a, is a Death Eater himself, hmm. to like kind of diffuse these fights and calm the tension. Um, so yeah, like the first year study room was great, but they have to get the prefects' help. So they tell they tell them like unequivocally they have to suck it up, be nice to everybody, um, and they just focus on the fact that like it's school and none of them really know anything anyway, and they're like all kids, and- all eleven. Yeah, and they're like, school is supposed to be fun, like, 
it, there's no reason for any of this and honestly they all took it well um they straight up did not know what regulus would do with those instructions but apparently he was like you know what i'll just be a good prefect it doesn't really matter um and just kind of does that and so you know if like they're sure that he lets his friends get away with stuff but like if a slytherin is being obnoxious like he's gonna be like hey shut up you know yeah and it's it's pretty chill and they're like okay and everything's civil and it's good um so one time after a Friday night meeting, Peter and Sirius are outside the door to the prefect common room. And so are a couple of other friends of prefects. Um, and then a voice says, Oi, Pettigrew, lovely seeing you over Christmas. Party was just phenomenal, wasn't it? And it's Barty Crouch Jr. <laughs> and, and Peter is like, Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sirius looks at him and he's like, the heck and um and like peter's just like i have no idea like he's making something up uh and sirius is willing to believe that because why would ever why would peter ever be yeah. hanging out with people um so you know neither of them say anything. <laughs> why would why would peter have friends <laughs> literally <laughs> um but then barty continues and he's like oh come on don't be shy now you know i mean you really got it going at the after party like you know, um, you you can't hide this. You can't hide it from me now. And Sirius looks at him again, and Peter's just like, seriously, I have no idea what he's talking about. Um, and he like looks legitimately confused. He's a good actor. Um, and Sirius is like, so then Sirius is like, okay, Junior. I think he calls Party Crash Junior Junior, and I think it's really funny he's like just because you're stupid enough to get pete confused with someone else doesn't mean that you have to embarrass yourself in front of everybody else and barty's like i wasn't speaking to you traitor and like oh then like the whole the whole hall kind of like oh Mm. shoot we're not gonna say anything to that um and by the look on Sirius's face there's no more joking um and he's like yeah i think twice about calling me that and barty he's like he's going towards barty he's pulling out his wand and peter's like serious we are outside a room <laughs> full of literally every prefect. <laughs> They've specifically, but anyway, but he's like, he's, he just says, it's not worth it. He's trying to get a rise out of you. Um, but, you know, it's enough to make Sirius reconsider. And he's like, okay, you know, they're, they're really trying to stop the fighting problem. You know, people in there are my best friends and my boyfriend. I should probably not do that. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, you're lucky. I feel forgiving tonight, Junior. Uh, and turns away and then Barty has, says something to Sirius about him being a coward and hits him with a pretty bad spell in the back of the head um, and so then Sirius spins around mm-hmm. abruptly and hits Barty with a stinging hex and then immediately somebody goes inside to get the prefix but not before Barty sends a, ver- a pretty pretty good like singeing hex like fire um right at Sirius who you know is distracted by the open prefect door he doesn't actually deflect it but instead just blocks his face using his left arm um so immediately the situation is deflated by Lily and James running in um but not before Barty catches sight of Sirius's left wrist (laughs) (laughs) and he's like you (laughs) he's like bro what the (laughs) um and Sirius like sees where his eyes went and then he, but then James is um you know and then he sees how when James is like Barty you got to go back to you got to go to your head of house um and somebody's got to take you Regulus was like I'll do it and Sirius is like oh my freaking gosh <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but then, um, but then, you know, they don't. Ha- he doesn't have time to really think about it before James pulls him aside and is like, "What the frick were you thinking, serious?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "I wasn't. I'm sorry." He's like, "That's not a good enough answer. I can't keep on sticking up for you. Not now." And he's like, "I know." And James is like, "I'm working so hard right now. You know that. Like he's 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 at his wit's end." Um, and he's like, I'm trying to keep this place safer than it is outside. And I really don't need my best friend making it harder. And he's like, I know, James, I'm, I'm really sorry. I really am. Um, and James was like, I know, but just go upstairs so I can deal with this without getting more angry. Um, so, you know, that night is pretty rough, but they make up for it. Um, and somehow Sirius manages to forget what, what, what Barty said about, about Peter. You know, he doesn't really think about it too hard. I feel like Sirius should think a little harder about things sometimes. <laughs> I feel like he had a lot to think about immediately after that went down. So, you know. Anyway, um, yeah, also, also, I want to keep in mind, uh, Barty's in fifth year and he's in seventh. And I just think that's really funny that they got into a fight. Um, anyway. Uh, so we're gonna go, we're gonna go check out Lily. Um, so eventually Lily goes upstairs after Sirius. Um, who she finds in his common room, like, about to heal his own arm of, like, a one-degree burn that's, like, all over it since his shirt sleeve got got singed off. And she's like, go to Pomfrey. He's like, I can deal with this. She's like, she, I just told everybody that there was a fight and what happened, and they're gonna figure out that you know how to heal yourself. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about mm. that. Um, so he goes. Um, and Lily goes with him, and she's still a little bit mad, but she's less mad than James was. Um, and so then they get there. When they get there, Lily also finds Minerva, who had apparently just been chilling with Pomfrey, you know. Um, and Lily takes the opportunity to tell to tell Minerva about what just happened, um, implying that she should reprimand Sirius. And Minerva looked at him and, and is like, "She's pro- he's probably fine, you know, like he's good." Um, and Lily was <laughs> like, "Is this how you deal with them?" She's like, "At this point, yeah, <laughs> like doesn't really matter." um but she but lily's like yeah honestly kind of fair though because james got like really mad at him like actually kind of mad um and that'll probably have a more lasting effect than anything you would say to him she's like that's what i figured um uh but then minerva's like okay like how are you um and lily's like well me like i'm mad at him too but in my opinion it could have been a lot a lot worse and you know if Sirius went after someone two years younger than him, it was probably about his family. So, you know, it was something like, and she's like, no, no, not you. I meant like you and James. <laughs> like, how are you two? <laughs> Has that been going oh well? <laughs> and Lily's like, uh, <laughs> she's like, you, you heard about that? And she's like, yeah, actually really quickly. <laughs> I should say. Um, and Lily's like, ah, okay. Um, but Minerva's not packing off um and you know Lily's like okay I did tell her about Thomas so she's like um well she's like I think Pomfrey was right you know maybe love doesn't always follow what you think it does um and and McGonagall's like well yeah we had all seen that coming from a mile away um she's like the heck bruh um but McGonagall's like, okay, but it is working out like, you know, better than with you and that like Emery's boy. And Lily's like, yeah, I, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and she's like, not interfering with your head girl duties at all, is it? And she's like, no, no, actually, like, it's, it's fine. Um, Minerva smiles and then looks towards Pomfrey healing Sirius. 
and she's like don't change lily not for love and she's like what she's like i don't think james would ever try it but i've seen it happen to too many strong girls being with someone means you can be stronger together not that the man has to take over don't change all your ambitions because you because um because you have him with you lily and she's like wasn't planning on it she's like i'm 17 hello (laughs) um but then but i feel like what she does she just kind of sits there for a second then she's like have you ever been in love professor and immediately she's like no never and then just walks away and the conversation's over and she's like dang should have led with that i could have avoided the whole conversation that's how lily starts every conversation with a teacher now yeah and in love love. and they just leave (laughs) i feel like it's a pretty foolproof plan okay so let's go check it let's see how peter's doing um so he's in the library the next day and he sits down with a huff in his usual place completely ignoring kyra um and she's like you good you good dude and he doesn't answer and instead just puts all his stuff down and pulls out his book and you know <laughs> reads it aggressively and but kyra's not putting up with any of his bs she's like does this have to do with the fight you were involved in yesterday or maybe that you haven't said a word to me since the party like three weeks ago <laughs> but he's like i wasn't involved in the fight and she's like not the way barty tells it and he throws down his book and he's like the issue is that he brought up the fact i was at your house over christmas in front of Sirius." she's like okay you were there (laughs) um he's like okay um peter just sputtered a bit but he doesn't really have a lot of ground to stand on here and she's like it's not my fault you've been hanging around with me and my friends um and he's like um and she's like and you don't have to act like like your friends almost finding out that we kissed a bit at at christmas was the worst thing that ever happened to you and he's like you said we didn't have to talk about that she's like we don't but it's not my fault that you yes you pete decided to kiss me in front of everybody that happened to be there Mm. um and peter doesn't say anything (laughs) she goes and like party's like three years old who cares what he thinks (laughs) um but kyra's like you know chilling and then she's kind of like so are you gonna apologize to me or like um and he's like for what and she's like for being a jerk he was like, you were the one who said it didn't have to mean anything. And she's like, yeah, but you're still a jerk for not talking to me for like three weeks. Um, she's like, it's not my fault. You feel like your friends will hate it, will hate it if they know that, we're friend- that you're friends with me. And he's like, I'm sorry, Kyra. I am. I'm just, I'm a bit confused. Um, and for a while, I thought maybe I had made a big mistake and then I was mad and then sad. And I, I have missed you, though. And I want to stay friends with you and my other friends but i don't know how that's gonna work and i just i don't know i don't know kyra i'm sorry and she's Mm -hmm. like you have some serious issues um she's like she's like you know that and peter's like sorry she's like i gotta go um and so she stands up and gets her stuff and she's like and by the way just because i said it doesn't have to mean anything doesn't mean i wouldn't like it too um and then she and then she leaves and peter's like freaking what the what <laughs> peter doesn't deal with like regular conflicts well so this is a lot <laughs> man has a lot going on he does not have the backbone for this um so yeah so i feel like i feel like 
the kiss didn't mean anything at the time but that was the first time that she was like well maybe it does and he's like why do you gotta tell me this i'm so bad at everything <laughs> um but anyway so they got something going on okay uh let's go check on sirius um so in class a few days after the fight sirius opens his bag and he finds a note inside um and it says tonight 8 p.m r-a-b you know uh, <laughs> who's that <laughs> um but Rebus kind of looks over his shoulder and he's like it's a good thing i don't know his initials or i would be pretty worried about them. uh you got a pretty sneaky thing going on there and he's like it's it's fine um uh he, you know he's like it's fine i know what he wants anyway you know it's about it's about this thing um he's like it shouldn't be an issue um, and Remus is kind of hesitated, but then he's like, you know, I'm surprised you'll talk to him, you know? I didn't think that you ever would again after this summer. And Sirius is like, yeah, well, I'm not thrilled about it. I just can't seem to push away the fact that he's my little brother. And he's like, no, Sirius, I'm impressed. <laughs> he's like, I think it's a good thing, you know? Um, it, it, I think it's good of you. I mean, like, I think it would be really hard to do regardless of, you know, how he even feels about it if he got him or if he just, you know, got himself in really deep, really young. Um, you know, he's trying to bring that stuff up and Sirius is like, we don't even talk about that. Um, <laughs> he's like, he just he needs someone to hear about like the normal things. Um, and it's hard because I want to scream at him half the time because how could he be so horrible? And at the same time, how could he not? He doesn't have anybody to just talk to. Um, and Remus just kind of nods. It's the most that like Sirius has ever really told him about Regulus, and he's just like, "I'm, I'm sorry, Sirius." He's like, "You know, you can tell me anything about that, but you don't have to." Um, but he's like, "But you don't have to feel like it's all bottled up. Like that's not going to help you either." Sirius is like, "Fine, you're right." But he's like, "This is going to be fine. He's just going to be like, Barty knows about you, and he's going to be like, yeah, I figured that one out on my own.'" <laughs> um, but anyway, so that night. He walks into their usual classroom. He's like, this isn't going to take long. Um, but yeah, he's worked out everything in the past day or so. He's seen them in the Great Hall. He's like, those are classic me and Remus moves. I've seen them before. Mm. Um, and he's like, and he has always remembered like seeing them together, you know. Um, it's kind of a weird thing to think about, but also it's not really shocking to him either. So he's like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so he walks in and he's like yeah okay i'm sorry for attacking your boyfriend but in my defense i didn't realize he was your boyfriend until after and and he threw the first shot <laughs> and regulus just kind of is like uh that's that's uh and sirius is like yeah what you wanted to talk to me about well probably not that specifically but listen i've thought about it i don't think we need to change the vow again i think the last one covers it but if you really want to add his name that's fine and then you can just be sure that nobody's ever going to mention it he's like no that's i don't i don't think we have to change it either and he's like oh good um and then they just kind of sit there and he's serious is like why why did you bring me here then <laughs> um he's like and Regulus is like, can we agree to be civil with each other? And Sirius is like, wasn't wasn't that like exactly what what this was? What what our freaking vow was to be civil with each other? Um, and he's like, no, I mean, like, really? Can I tell you something that will make you very angry and you still be civil and hear me out? 
Um, and Sirius is like, okay, what are you talking about? He's like, I want to help you, Sirius. And Sirius actually laughs. Um, and he's like, right, okay, how would you do that? He's like, do you agree to be civil? And he's like, not unless I know what it's about. And Regulus is like, okay. And then he just turns to leave, but then Sirius is interested. He's like, okay, okay, fine. I'll, I'll try and be civil. And he's like, okay, good. Um, and then there's a pause. Mm, we're <laughs> okay we're, i'm gonna pet my dog really quick um <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay but then there's a pause and then regulus says you need to be more careful about trusting lupin and sirius is like excuse me he and was not like, the one i thought this was about <laughs> uh, he's like you and regulus is like you have no idea what he's capable of sirius and sirius is like I think I, I think I do. <laughs> I think I do know what he's capable of. I've, I've literally seen him when he's like, you know, doing his thing. And he's like, I know you think you do, but you don't, Sirius. He's specifically been chosen to be Dumbledore's weapon in war since he was a kid. And Sirius is like, where, what the heck is, why, why? Um... And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, Sirius, please listen to me. And he's like, I think I would know if my best friend, if more than that, was being trained by Dumbledore behind my back. And he's like, listen, I don't think Remus even knows, which is why I think he'll be pretty mad when he finds out and it might end up not being good for you. And he's like, you sound crazy. You know that? And he's like, you agreed to be civil. Um, and Sirius kind of stops. He's like, I'm just... um." And Regulus is like, I'm just trying to help you know who you're really following into war, Sirius. He's like, I know who Remus is. I'm not just blindly following him into war. And he's like, do you really, do you know how it happened? Who his father is? And Sirius is like, hmm, what if, what if maybe I, I don't know that? But he's not going to let that on. He's like, his father? His father's a nobody in the ministry. And it happened when he was seven. So even as he's saying that, he's like, I have a feeling Regulus might know a little bit more than me because now that I'm saying it out loud, that really doesn't sound like a lot. Um, and, Re and Regulus is like, his father wasn't always a nobody. He used to be on the Wizengamot prominently, and it wasn't an accident. And he's like, what do you mean it wasn't an accident? He's like, Greyback, a prominent and deadly werewolf, was up for trial for some ordinary crime years ago, and Lyle demanded that he, put, that he is put away for life because he's a werewolf. Two days later, Greyback escaped from his holding cell and, and waited by the Lupin household until nightfall, the full moon. He tried to get both kids, but he only ended up with Remus. It wasn't an accident. It was revenge, Sirius. And Sirius is like, mm -hmm. he's like, Fenrir Greyback? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, that's a lot of information. But then he's like... But that doesn't change anything. And how would you even know that? You don't. You don't know anything. You're making this up. Um, and Re and Re Regulus is like he told me himself. And Sirius is like, my guy. What Are you heck? hanging out with him? <laughs> yeah, he's like. Um, but before he could say anything about being angry about that, Regulus is like, Sirius, why aren't there any other werewolves at Hogwarts? And Sirius is like. Because it's rare. He's like, it's not that rare. Um, and he's like, well, it's rare for a wizard to be bitten because, uh, you know, they already know about them and they usually don't. It's usually muggles. And he's like, yeah, but being bitten gives you magic. 
so they would they should be here anyway and Sirius is like I don't even know if that's true but it kind of does sound true (laughs) um so he's like you know you're a magical being at that point why wouldn't it be um but you know he's like but Regulus is like there have been other werewolf attacks Sirius of kids and they've been documented and they're not here and he's like what are you saying he's like I'm saying Remus was brought here to be on Dumbledore's good side and Sirius is like what the heck um but Regulus continues he's like the first rumors that Greyback and the other werewolves were joining Lord Voldemort came when Remus was 10 years old when Dumbledore made contact with him right when he told him that, him that he could go to Hogwarts. And Remus had told Sirius that. He had gotten a personal visit from Dumbledore when he was 10. He thought that, you know, he didn't think that he was going before that. And then, you know, he showed up. Um, but Regulus keeps on going. He's like, Dumbledore knew he couldn't convince adult wolves. But a child? I mean, if he gave that kid an opportunity to go to school, to live a normal life, he would pretty much do whatever he said. And he wouldn't be able to get a job after school. So what else would he do but fight? And Sirius is like, my guy, this is making a little bit too much sense. And I don't like it. Um, But um, Sirius is still just kind of stunned. He's like, who told you to tell this to me? Um, And Regulus is like, no one. In fact, I'm pretty sure nobody wants me to. Um, And then he's like, but you need to see what he told me. And before Sirius knew it, they were in Slughorn's storage room. And Regulus had pulled out a pensive, and he was pulling a memory from his head. And Sirius had only been told about this in class. He's never, like, seen a, seen a memory before. But then Regulus is telling him to look <sighs> into it, and he does. And then he wasn't in the storage room anymore. So we're doing some pensive memories up in here with Regulus. I really thought it was going to be about, like, Peter at first. Like, Yeah. <laughs> so... Are we ready for the memory for Regulus's memory? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Sirius falls down through an abyss of smoke into the into um, this world creates and creates itself around him. They're standing outside of Bellatrix's place. It's like a huge freaking castle. You know, it's very foreboding <laughs> because it's Bellatrix's house. <laughs> um, you know, and Regulus is waiting in the corner of a courtyard and he's looking around. Um, and then Greyback walks walked out of the door and began and began walking out right when regulus catches him he's like and regulus is like why did you lie to them and Greyback stops for a second um and he's like what do you mean um and he like walks over to regulus getting in his face he's clearly trying to intimidate him but regulus is like you said that there were no werewolves at hogwarts why did you lie and Greyback is like there are no werewolves at Hogwarts. <laughs> Regulus is like, yes, there are. And Greyback steps back slightly and he's like, Dumbledore would never allow it. And he's like, he did. I know it. And Greyback looks at him carefully and Regulus is like, I have no reason to lie to you. Um, but Greyback's like, okay, how would you know? Surely it's not common knowledge. And he's like, no, no one's supposed to know, but I worked it out. Once you notice the disappearances every full moon, it's kind of hard to miss. Uh, <laughs> and Greyback is like, Okay, how how do they manage? Has anyone been turned at Hogwarts? Regulus is like, okay, Dumbledore made him a place to go. He enchanted an old building, hid it from all the students. Well, not not all, but tried to. And Greyback sneers, and he's like, typical Dumbledore, always locking up his little pets. How big is it? And he <laughs> Regulus is like, 
like six foot. I don't know. <laughs> he's like, I, I don't know. But he gets cut off and he's like, so Dumbledore gets himself a werewolf, teaches it a wand with a magic like it's a simple human and locks it in a cage when it's most powerful. And Regulus is like, that's what it sounds like to me, my guy. <laughs> um, but he's, but then, um, but then he's like, how old? And Regulus hesitates for a moment. And he's like, 17? Almost? I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, and Greyback looks at him and is suddenly very interested. And he's like, male or female? And he's like, male. Um, and suddenly Greyback just grins and like begins to laugh. And Sirius can see Regulus in the memory like flinch. Um, he's not as strong as he makes himself out to be. He's pretty terrified talking to Greyback. Um, but then when Greyback is quiet, he looks at Regulus and he's like, so that's where Lupin has been all these years. And Regulus is like, you know him. Um, and Greyback grins and is like, know him. He's mine. I turned him nearly 10 years ago. Um, and Regulus comes to his senses and kind of comes back to Earth. Um, he tries to speak, but Greyback speaks over him. He's like, thank you, Regulus, for informing me of my lost little cub. I'll be sure to remember that. Regulus sneers and he's like, I don't need help from you. And he's like, ah, but you might need protection from me one time. Um, but he's like, so you know the Lupin boy then? Tell me, how's his father? What does he think of his son now? And he's like, I don't, I don't speak with him. Um, and he's, and Greyback is like, ah, it's a shame, really. I really would have loved to know what his father thinks about his perfect son now. Um, and Regulus just doesn't, he doesn't really know what to do, but he does kind of know, he wants to know more. Um, so he's like, so you think Dumbledore took him just to see if he could train up a werewolf? And Greyback's like, I'm sure of it. Like, he thinks he's got one, he's protected. Um, and he's like, and you don't think he would be, even if even if Lupin joins the war? And Greyback laughs, and he's like, never. He'd probably send the little one straight to my pack once he's out, try to convince others to join. Um, but he has no idea the pull of the pack, the type of magic it holds. He won't be able to do so much as smell one of us before leaving his entire life behind. And Regulus's face doesn't change, and he's like, he's very devoted to Dumbledore, Lupin. He would, it would, it it would be harder to convince him than you might think. And he's like, Dumbledore has stunted him. That school might be good for you. Learn how to use your your little sticks properly. But wolves, we don't need that. We are beings with magic. You are beings with magic. We are magical beings. Nothing your kind has to offer him will ever compare. He will join us. He will come back to me. And then the memory fades away. And Sirius feels himself going back to the surface. So there's a lot to process. Um, the yeah. least of which for Sirius is that his brother was clearly at a Death Eater meeting over the winter holidays. That's not like Merry great Christmas. in his mind. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Um, but Regulus kind of silently retrieves his memory from the pensive and bottles it and then puts the pensive away. And Sirius is like breathing heavily. He's at a loss for words. And he meets eyes with, with his brother, and he gets it. He really does. Like, something about seeing Greyback say that, like, it seems like Regulus was actually trying to help him, you know? Regulus is like, everything I, he's like, everything I found said it was true. That pull of the pack is stronger than anything wizards can offer a wolf. So just don't be surprised if he turns away from you. And just like that, Regulus leaves. And Sirius has no idea what to think. So how, um, how are we holding up? <laughs> Sirius probably has like a midterm like next week. <laughs> like, poor dude. <laughs> My gosh. Okay, everybody, you, we get a snuffles break. 
Oh, Snuffles. She's a good girl. She's <laughs> so good. She would never do that. You would never become a werewolf, right? She would She's never. She's just a dog. <laughs> She's just a dog. <laughs> okay, um... So yeah, so we kind of just have one more scene. I have no idea how long this is going to be. This might actually be like a legitimate podcast, like not eight hours long. This is going to be crazy. This is going to be bonkers. Uh, but it's okay. I felt like we needed one episode to kind of decompress from all of that. So <laughs> I feel like we'll be okay. Um, but anyway, so we have one more scene. Um, so Remus is, Remus is chilling. Just up... Up in his room <laughs> um, while all this is happening. Um, and he's like, and he's noticing Sirius has been lo gone longer than he said he would. Um, but Remus has the map, so, you know, he, he just pulls it up and sure enough, they're still talking. He's like, okay, that's going to be fine. But then he sees them go to Slughorns uh, for a while. And he's like, Something, something's up with that, but okay. And then he sees Regulus leaving and then Sirius staying. And Sirius stays there for a long time, just on his own. And he's like, do I go see him? Is he good? Like, I, I feel like I should just, I don't know. But then once he starts walking back, Remus is like, okay, I got to meet him. I got to see what's up. Um, so he does. Um, so they meet each other in the hallway. And before Remus could even say anything at all, Sirius pulls him into just the tightest hug that he's ever experienced. Um, and Remus is confused and he's like, uh are you good everything all right and he's like yeah yeah i just i i just needed to and so he's like okay and remus just kind of lets him keep on hugging him until he breaks away uh, and then sirius is like i need to tell you something um and so they go to the prefect's common room um for privacy they check the map that lily's like up with the girl's room tonight um and sirius runs his hands through his hair a lot and says that he doesn't know how to tell Remus and he shouldn't even be the one telling Remus, but he kind of had to. Uh, and Remus is confused beyond belief. Uh, and then, and then, you know, he's like, Sirius, you can tell me anything, you know, I'm, it's going to be all right. Um, but then Sirius tells him that he was bitten by Fenrir Greyback and that his father had threatened him two days before. And then that Greyback believed that Dumbledore was using him as some sort of weapon or protection and that he was the only werewolf here, but hasn't been the only one bitten. And then Remus doesn't know what to think. Um, and he's he's like, you know, some part of his mind is like, okay, this seems to like answer everything. Like every little question that he's had in the back of his head of like why he's here, why there aren't any others, why his dad seemed to be so deeply personally hurt by the fact that he's a werewolf. And now this all fits together. So it's not like he can just brush it off. Mm -hmm. um, so that's not great. Um, and he realizes that he's um, completely tuning out everything that Sirius is saying about now. Um, and when he comes back to it, you know, Sirius is saying that he had actually seen it, that he had seen Greyback admit it. Um, but that doesn't necessarily make it all true. Um, but he had to tell Remus anyway and that they would figure it out together. And then Remus is standing and leaving the room and Sirius is like, oh, "Where? what's happening? Um, and then he's kind of, you know, chasing him a little bit. Um, and then they arrive at McGonagall's office and she's confused. But Remus practically yells at her that he needs to see his dad um, and that he needs her flu and she needs to flu him home right now. And so she lets it because she's like, I don't freaking know. <laughs> What's going on here? 
Um, but yeah, Ooh. so I think for about an hour, Minerva and Sirius just sit awake on the couch. Um, Sirius said nothing about what's going on. He's like, I think it has to do with his condition. Maybe. <laughs> and that's about it. That's all that was really said. But when Remus returns, he's like calm, like way more calm than Sirius expected. And he just thanks McGonagall for use of her fireplace. And he's like, Sirius, we should just go to bed. Um, and then on the way back up to the tower, he just says that his dad confirmed it was all true. Um, and Sirius says he's so sorry. And Remus is like, it doesn't matter. I just I just want to go to sleep. Um, and so then they, they're in bed and um, Sirius is just wildly wondering if he's made the right decision or if he should have just kept it to himself. Um, but then Remus is like, are you gonna are you gonna be able to come with me tomorrow to Dumbledore? Can you do that? He's like, what? He's like, I'm gonna talk to Dumbledore tomorrow about all of this and I need you to be there. And Sirius is like, freaking yeah, guess I will. Um, and that's the end of the episode. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, this one is actually a shorter one than usual. How long? We've been recording for 54 minutes. This might be a record for the shortest episode of the season, but I think it all deserved to be in its own. It's a pretty heavy I, one, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could have added anything <laughs> to this one. Um, but yeah, we do need some some more funky good times. Um, I have I've literally put in the next one because as you can imagine some other stuff has to happen but like we it's not it's not gonna get any worse <laughs> um, you're know? saying that was the funky good time and I was like no 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 no, no. I'm saying next episode that there ha I've literally written in that there has to be some funky good times <laughs> so if anybody has anything they want to see as a funky good time dm me um, cause I, Jeffrey. I'm doing exams. We gotta bring back Jeffrey. <laughs> My he gosh, shows yeah, up but... for the Christmas special. Except it's over. <laughs> yeah, we already did the Christmas special, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about that. Um, but, yeah, um, so we gotta figure out, um, what I'm doing for fun times. Because here's, here's the issue with my brain right about now. Since I'm focused on other stuff, I know all the plot stuff that has to happen, like the important stuff like that. I know that that has to happen. But fun, funky, good times, my brain is lacking. So if you got anything, you're like, yo, I want to see this go down. Literally send it to me. If this is if I'm going to use any input from from audience, it's going to be this week. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so It'll, it'll be it'll be good at some point i promise guys um but at least at least Sirius and remus have each other you know like good for them maybe okay okay you're not you're not on board that's fine that's all good you don't have to be <laughs> um yeah yeah also peter and kyra <laughs> They're kind of a thing now. I don't know. I debated. I was like, do I want them to just be friends or do I want something something else to happen? I debated on that for a while and I was like, yeah, screw it. They're, they're going to date. <laughs> it's going to happen. Well, probably. I could change my mind again because Peter still has no idea what he's doing. 
Yeah. Peter's going through a couple things. They're like all struggling, except James gonna... seems fine. James is like James and Lily are just vibing. <laughs> um but okay, yeah, I was gonna also end this with with Regulus leaving and like almost saying something about Peter and then just kind of seeing Sirius having I think this still happened, I just didn't write it in. And then you kind of see Sirius having a crisis and is like I'm just gonna leave it. I'm just not gonna go there. <laughs> but yeah, I think as I, I was saying, I think Regulus for sure saw Peter at the party, but just was like, I feel like a lot has happened, and I don't need to also tell Sirius that. He'll figure that out at some later point. <laughs> Felt like he had more pressing things to tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. So glad Regulus knows everything and Sirius knows nothing. Yep. <laughs> but you know, I think it had I think Sirius doubting Remus had to come from somewhere, you know, eventually once that happens. And if he's had a couple people be like, "Hey, by the way, this might happen. Heads up." You know. Mm. You could see how he might believe it one day. But anyway, you gotta go decorate gingerbread houses. Yeah. <laughs> I have a couple minutes. But Okay, well well we can finish this up. Um Yeah, this is this is crazy. This is gonna be like a forty five minute episode. This is bonkers. We did it. We we did it. We made something that isn't gonna be awful for me to edit. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Um I really appreciate it. A shout out to the caption crew who is still making slow and steady work. Love them. Um, yeah. And shout out to Benji Wilson for the music, Metamorph Matis for the cover art, as always. Um, I'm I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I just am. This is stuff I find so interesting. I'm like, oh my gosh, what if this happened? And everybody else is like, why? <laughs> why do you do this to me? Um, so yeah, so I'm sorry. Um, I hope you all, if you are in America, you had a good Thanksgiving. If you're outside of America, get ready for Christmas. Um, and I hope everybody who's taking exams takes them. Um, takes and them. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Bye! <laughs>